0: Hey, we found a fossil? You've tuned into the Stomp Chomp Raw podcast, brought to you by Dinosaur Ranger Anthony. Stand by as we enter the Dinosaur Lab to learn everything about dinosaurs, prehistoric life, and the science of paleontology. Dinosaur Ranger Anthony is the lead park ranger of Stomp Chomp Raw of Omaha, Nebraska. They provide dinosaur-themed entertainment and education for children's birthday parties, elementary school classrooms, child cares, and public events. Now, here's Dinosaur Ranger, Anthony. Welcome everyone to the first Stomp Chomp Roar podcast. I want to welcome all my Junior Dinosaur Rangers, my dinosaur admirers, and my prehistoric enthusiasts. My name is Dinosaur Ranger Anthony, and I'm alongside my daughter and Junior Dinosaur Ranger Cecilia. Hi guys! Now, this is our first podcast, and these aren't going to be your typical dinosaur podcast. We're going to talk about more than just how many teeth a dinosaur has, or how big the T-Rex was. We all know that the T-Rex was the size of a school bus. For today's podcast, I want to give everyone an introduction about myself, my company, and how I first fell in love with dinosaurs. So first, a little bit about myself. My name is Dinosaur Ranger Anthony, and I am from Omaha, Nebraska. As a kid, I loved playing with Legos. I loved going to Skateland and the Henry Dorley Zoo, and believe it or not, I liked going to school. I was a Norris Lion, a Central Cyclone, and a Millard South Patriot. Go Patriots! Now Cecilia, she's currently a Central Cyclone. Cecilia, how do you like being at my old stomping grounds? I love Central. It's really fun. Now, after high school, I enrolled at the University of Nebraska at Omaha, and I started my broadcasting degree. Ever since the 8th grade at Millard Central Middle School, I knew I wanted to do radio broadcasting. I had taken an industrial tech class, and during that semester, I took a radio module, and I fell in love with the microphone and mixing and listening to music. So I knew that I wanted to do radio when I enrolled at the University of Nebraska. But as I started taking classes, I slowly started transitioning more into television. I enjoyed working with the camera and editing the film back in the studio. Now this led me to one of my biggest accomplishments while I was in college, and that was being one of the two main anchors for the three-hour 2012 election special. Now, another accomplishment I had while I was in college was being the general manager of Mav Radio, and this was the student-run radio station on campus. So those were the two biggest accomplishments I had during my college career. Now, after graduating with my Bachelor of Science in Communication, I was quickly hired at KMTV as a production assistant where I edited B-roll I ran the teleprompter, and I controlled the television cameras. After a short period at KMTV, I started looking into marketing positions, where I was hired as a social media director for the McCarthy Group Florist. They owned Piccolo's Florist in Omaha, and then I worked as a marketing associate for Caesars Entertainment, where I made some of their direct mail pieces. I also consider myself one of the best pizza makers in Omaha, as I worked at Pizza Hut all through my high school and college career. Now, in the spring of 2017, I bought my blue Jeep Wrangler, and I decided to personalize my Jeep, and I put some Jurassic World decals on it. Now, after I put the decals on it, the Jeep was an instant success. Kids loved the Jeep, and they'd always ask to take pictures with it when I was at the gas station, or I'd have families walk up to me when I got to the grocery store, just so they could see my car a little bit more up close and take some pictures of it. And that is when I knew I had to start my own business. And that leads us into my company, Stomp Chomp Roar. We provide prehistoric themed entertainment and education for children's birthday parties, child cares, schools, and public events. We launched over the summer of 2019, and I started doing birthday parties uh, so that kids could become junior paleontologists, I'd bring everything to the birthday party. I'd pull up in your driveway and set up my uh, all my activities in the driveway or your backyard, the garage, and we do a lot of prehistoric-themed activities. We do a dinosaur fossil dig. We have a bunch of games. We would feed the T. Rex. We feed the Triceratops game. We do a Brachiosaurus relay race. We pin the plate on the Stegosaurus. We do an asteroid talk. Cecilia, what's one of your favorite games at the birthday parties? I really enjoy the Ice Age activity. Yeah, the Ice Age extraction. That is where we we actually put little uh, prehistoric Ice Age mammals and we put them in giant ice cubes and we let the kids hammer out the mammal out of the ice cube and it's our Ice Age extraction. It's one of the I wasn't expecting this one to be such a hit as it is. Now, at the end of the party, we also do a volcano experiment. And we have a two-foot raptor rock volcano. That's what we named it. And we let the birthday boy or girl help us mix the ingredients. And we add all those ingredients into the volcano. And we get the volcano to explode for all the kids and parents that are at the birthday party. Now, this year in 2020, we have been very happy uh, with how our business Uh, was able to overcome uh, the coronavirus. In March, we launched a curbside birthday party where we were still able to uh, bring smiles and joy to the kids of our community. And we uh, we brought three activities for the curbsides. We taught kids what a dinosaur actually was. We brought paleo, which is our baby Spinosaurus, and then we finished off with our volcano experiment as well. Now as we end the year, we're excited to launch a few more things. We're about ready to start our podcast like we're recording our first one right now. And we're also going to try doing our Zoom lessons so that we can have more of a reach, have a greater reach across not only the country, but of the world. So that's a little bit about my business, Stomp Chomp Roar. Now how did I first fall in love with dinosaurs? And I break this up into three points. And the first one is Moral Hall. You've been there, right, Cecilia? Yes. It's tons of fun. And I can remember my grandma taking me there when I was just a young boy, probably in the early 90s, and seeing how big Archie was. Archie is the largest fossilized mammoth ever found. It was found right here in Nebraska, and that's what makes him our state fossil. So Archie is there. Now on the second floor, they have a small dinosaur exhibit, and I can remember my grandmother taking me up there. So that's the first thing. Now, the second thing is an exhibit that came through the Durham Museum. And probably in the mid-90s, I can remember my dad taking me there. And it was, uh, they brought dinosaurs in. They were, you know, animatronic dinosaurs. And there was, you know, light show going on. And I can remember uh, smoke machines going off while you walked through the exhibit. And they were just so big. And I, I can still remember it to this day. So that's the second thing, being uh, that exhibit at Durham Museum. Now, the third thing, it's just all the film and media of the 90s. Just so much dinosaur TV shows and movies throughout the 90s. And as a kid growing up in the 90s, it was hard not to want to become a paleontologist or learn more about dinosaurs. We had Jurassic Park coming out. We had The Land Before Time. That was one of my favorites. And then I can also remember probably as a young boy, four or five, uh, the Fantasia movie. I remember, I haven't seen it in years and I should go back and watch it now, but I can remember a small scene in the movie where the dinosaurs all went extinct and being a young boy and kind of first getting a taste of death in a you know, a movie that I watched, it really pulled on my heartstrings, and I can remember it to this day. So those are the main three things of how I fell in love with dinosaurs, Morrill Hall, Durham Museum, and all the film and TV of the 90s. Hey, Cecilia, when did you first start liking dinosaurs? A few years ago, we went to a museum in Chicago, and I remember seeing a huge T. rex fossil, and I thought it was amazing. Yeah, that's Sue, and he's one of the most complete T. rex skeletons ever found in the world. And what that means is when the paleontologists were digging up Sue up in South Dakota, they found the majority of his bones that were still in the dirt to this day. A lot of times when paleontologists are digging them up, They only confine about around maybe 20, 30, 40% of the bones still in the ground that actually fossilized. So that is a little bit more about myself, my company, and how I first started liking dinosaurs. Now again, like I said, our podcasts aren't going to be your typical dinosaur podcast or your typical dinosaur book. We're going to learn more about how many teeth they have, how big they are. We're going to go more into what the dinosaur actually is we're going to go our next podcast we're going to talk about the mesozoic era go in the whole dinosaur timeline we're going to go into specific dinosaur families and learn uh how they are different from each other what's a sauropod what's a theropod and then we're going to dive into actual dinosaur species and start talking about dinosaurs one by one the t-rex The Triceratops, the Spinosaurus. Which one's your favorite? I really like the Brachiosaurus. The Brachiosaurus, so big. His teeth were shaped like spoons, and his spoon teeth would literally rake the leaves off of the branches, and he would swallow the vegetation whole. So we are so excited you guys are coming on this journey with us. And I can't wait to do more podcasts in the future. And I just want to thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you again next time. See you guys. Bye.